0: Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, July 17th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I am Tom, and Zach is out. This being a real superhero. Real life superhero. He's out actually some mission work. We have pre-recorded some stuff, including an SDCC preview. With it being San Diego Comic Con week, a uh, very exciting time when going to get some real news. I think, including some that we may have already gotten today, which I'll get to in a bit. Um, so I'll start off by talking a little bit about Wonder Woman's box office update. Uh, just a quick one, but it continues to be really good news. We're up over seven hundred and sixty-five million globally, and the film is over three hundred and eight domestically which puts it in the inside the top 30 domestic totals ever. And which is pretty insane. If you look at some of the films on the list, I know they're not adjusted for inflation, but it's starting to get over some really big time films that have a massive cultural impact. Just continues to show how great these legs are. Uh, It's now Warner brothers. Warner brothers isn't a small film, but it's now the number three all time film for Warner brothers domestically behind Christopher, Christopher Nolan, the dark Knight and the dark Knight rises, which is just insane. It, It just, just passed, uh, yesterday, I think, the final Harry Potter film, which is just, wow, uh, amazing. Uh, Pandya, uh, box office crew is calling $400 million a lock. So that's pretty good. Now, it's not doing quite as well, relatively speaking, international. It's got a, a similar total, you know, still has to go open, in, but it's got a similar total. Usually big films like this do better, do a lot better internationally. Domestically, But I think this is more a case of Wonder Woman overperforming domestically than underperforming uh, internationally. And I think it's something a lot of times sequels, when we're talking about big budget films like this, international performance. Uh, a fun part from this, the Hollywood Reporter said in an article today... And if all goes as planned, Warners and DC will announce a release date for a Wonder Woman sequel at Comic-Con late this week, with Jenkins once again directing. Um, This is something that's been speculated a lot. Actually, I think that's one of the things we talked about in our preview, which we haven't released yet. But, um, yeah, I think this is a really good chance. I I would assume they're just waiting on final confirmation if they have Patty Jenkins signed on the dotted line yet or, or something else. Or might be trying to plan out a specific date. Um, this is great news. I'm I'm curious when, you know, it's not official that it will happen, but I'm curious when the film might come. I think it, it could probably come in 2019, but I'm fine with, with waiting till 2020 uh, or maybe later, depending on what Jenkins wants to do. I think and the main reason I want to see another Wonder Woman film really bad, uh, but there's so many other DC films right now that I think we uh, ha- are further along in development, and I think that we would like to see first. Although, but, you know, I would not complain if they... If they have another Wonder Woman sequel as soon as 2019, Um, you know, that's about Patty Jenkins joined in 2015 for Wonder Woman, which released in 2017. So two years to develop the film from scratch and release it is not crazy, Um, but I'm fine if they take a little bit longer. Now for the Nightwing film, uh, director Chris McKay was talking a little bit about why he loves Nightwing and some really cool stuff he, he put on Twitter. If you happen to see it, he, he talked about how he likes seeing Dick Grayson grow up to become Robin and then Nightwing over the years in the comics, how he sort of grew with, matured over the years in real time. And you could see successes, see his successes, see his failures as he tried to grow up and mature. And he also really liked how he was one, basically the one character we could experience and sort of see Gotham City through, uh, which, is, which is a really cool way to look at it. Uh, Dick Grayson is sort of more of the every man, I guess you would say, than Batman. You know, I know some people have said before, you know, some people want to be Batman, but more people want to be Dick Grayson, want to be Robin, where they can just hang out with Batman and sort of do their own thing and, and like that. And he's some people consider him a more relatable character. And I think I get I definitely get where they're coming from. And it's just really cool to see McKay's passion for this project. Obviously he um is really excited about this character and what he can do with it. Because my guess is he probably could have done After the success of the Lego Batman movie, he probably could have done a different film uh, with DC. You know, he probably could have taken The Flash if he wanted it, but it seems like he wants Nightwing specifically. And he also talked about how the actor needs to love the role. He said he has to. It has to be full commitment every day. It is going to be grueling from a martial arts, gymnastics, and stunt perspective. Also emotionally taxing. It's going to be real. Uh, We don't know how far along the Nightwing film is. It was February that that news came out about it, but it's clear McKay has thought a lot about the development of the film and not just story-wise and character-wise i'm sure he's spent a lot of time on that too but he realizes the specifics of martial arts the gymnastics all those kind of things that are going to come out you know an important part of obviously getting the character right is crucial but those things if you're going to see a nightwing film you expect some pretty cool action and, and fight choreography it's clear he's already thought about that so pretty cool to see in other news suicide squad cinematographer roman Vazianov shared a new Joker picture on his Instagram. It is, I'm sure you've seen it, but it is the, the photo from a deleted scene after the helicopter crash with Jared Leto's half burned face. You can kind of see there. And you know, we saw a glimpse of that in one of the trailers, but it was cut from the film. This is, I know a lot of people talk about the editing of suicide squad and deleted scenes and seeing more Joker. This is the one thing that I really wanted to see more of, uh, why he was where he was, why he, um, what he was doing there. I would love to see more of that. I think it's pretty clear to me. It seems like David Ayer initially had an ending where Harley Quinn sort of her arc for the film was getting away from the Joker. And so I think that was going to be the the final confrontation where she sort of split chose the, sw- the squad over the Joker. But I think with maybe further along in development, they decided on the Gotham city sirens film. And so they changed the ending so she could escape with Joker at the end. That's what it looks like to me. Um, but that's just speculation on my part, but it is a really cool picture to see in a scene I would love to see at some point in the future, even if it's if it's not considered canon. And the last thing in TV news appears that Ralph Dibney, a.k.a. Elongated Man, might be coming to season four of The Flash. This is according to that hashtag show who uh, looked at a casting call for the character. They also had Clifford DeVoe, the thinker, and his sidekick slash uh, tech creator, the mechanic, But that's a character we're pretty sure would be a villain, the the thinker, season five. But really interesting that they are considering or going to do Elongated Man, who's at least one of the two most popular uh, stretchy characters in the DC Comics universe. I guess that's not saying much. I haven't read a ton of Elongated Man outside of, like, Identity Crisis. But um, interesting that they're looking to bring him in. They're looking for Ryan Reynolds or Chris Pratt type. I'm pretty sure every show would love to have a Ryan Reynolds or Chris Pratt type. But uh, it just shows you what they're kind of looking for in terms of a character, a comedic relief type of role, uh, and it's a major recording role that could return in season five. This is this is actually really exciting. If the, if this is the case, I like them bringing in other heroes and non speedsters. We've got several speedsters on the flash here. It would be cool to see a different type of character and a kind of big name, but but still probably like a C list, D list hero when you look at DC Comics as a whole. Uh, even though a pretty well known name, but um, uh, this is something I'm pretty excited about and maybe it means I'm curious about Plastic Man. I'm guessing they wanted Plastic Man, but maybe they're, or maybe they wanted a long Man. I'm not sure. Uh, but Plastic Man, last we heard that Kevin Smith had wrote an animated film featuring Plastic Man. I'm hoping we see that at some point and then they're using a long Man for the Flash. That would just be pretty cool. Um, but we'll wait and see. All right. That's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening and I'll be back again tomorrow.